Sarah, our sponsor Vionic is back today with their Vionic Vitals collection. These shoes are the most essential styles for everyday wear to get us ready for spring, which will be here before we know it. We've already talked about my Uptown Loafers and Willa Slip On Flat and your Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, but this collection also includes the Walk 23 Classic Sneaker. That is that unapologetic dad sneaker style that's so popular right now. And I was just thinking having all four styles would basically be like having a spring capsule wardrobe for your feet. Oh my gosh, that is actually such a genius idea, Megan. I love where you're going with this. You know, high quality shoes are such a classy way to elevate your wardrobe. And the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection really can be worn in your everyday mom life, whether you're running errands or dressing up for an occasion. Yeah, and let's talk about the comfort factor, Sarah. Vionic actually got started by revolutionizing medical orthotics. Today, they continue to use that science to make cute and comfortable shoes that can keep up with our active lifestyles. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Vionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 214 of the Mom Hour. I'm Sarah Powers, here as always with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. So it is time to go to the beach and the pool. It is. Have you done I mean, these I've things been, yes? yet this summer? I've been to the beach once. So you have to understand that in Michigan, summer <laughs> takes a long time to get going. And in early June in particular, like summer is really just an idea. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, it's been, and this year has been particularly rainy and chilly. So and gray. Um, but I think we're going to slide on into beach season starting very soon. Well, interestingly, if you live near the coast in California, June is also notoriously gray. It's not mm. hot. I inland, it gets hot. But um, I have been to the pool with my kids maybe exactly twice so far. Okay. And the beach, not like a true beach day yet. We went tide pooling and sometimes we'll go down and just go for a walk, but not the kind mm -hmm. of beach day you're packing up for. And that's what we're talking about today. So this topic was suggested by longtime listener Michelle. Um, who lives in the Northeast. And it was funny. She posted this in our Facebook group, like in, I want to say it was like February. And she was like, I'm just tired of winter. I want to start planning for <laughs> how to take my toddler to the beach this summer. And it started this great discussion about like those wagons that you can haul and like yeah. the, the beach chairs that go on your back. And we thought, okay, this is definitely an episode, but let's wait until we're in it. Because sometimes with you and I, if we're talking about products and tips, it's really hard in March to remember all those things yeah, you bring exactly. to the pool. And new stuff will come up on a horizon, you know, Absolutely. as the season approaches. So. Absolutely. So we're kind of keeping this fairly narrowly defined to your day trips to the beach or the pool. There's lots of other accessories that go along with summer. And actually, last year, we did a great episode on clothes and shoes for kids in the summer. And that's like kind of a nice pairing with this one. But today, we're kind of sticking close to those day trips to the beach and the pool. And I should say also that all of the products we mentioned plus a whole lot more that we won't probably get time for that were, mm -hmm. you know, kind of suggested by members of our Facebook group. We're going to put all of those in the show notes. So look for the links in the show notes. And we'll also throw together a blog post and put those in our Amazon store. So we'll make sure the show notes will be where to find all that stuff. And we'll make it easy on you guys. So don't worry about it. Megan, spring is one of our family's busiest seasons with tons of time on the go. There are so many places to be and details to remember. And the last thing I need is the constant irritation of uncomfortable shoes. 
So today we're talking about the Vionic Vitals collection from our longtime sponsor, Vionic Shoes. These are the best essential shoe styles for everyday wear this season. So Katie on our team is getting ready for warmer weather in Chicagoland with a pair of Vionic's Bella Toe Post sandals. These are Vionic's best-selling flip-flop style, and they have a cute little bow on them. They come in nine great colors, but Katie chose a versatile black patent leather. They're super supportive for her high instep, and they even come in wide sizes, which is a great option. Yeah, the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection are classics that don't really go out of fashion. And because they're such great quality, they're going to last as well, even with daily wear, which mine definitely get. And I love that Vionic offers a 30-day guarantee. Wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days. But I have a feeling after those 30 days, our listeners will love their Vionic shoes so much they'll be ready to order another pair. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor Haya is back on the show today, and I just really love this company. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk most parents don't really want their growing kids eating. That's why Haya, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin, was created. That's right, Megan. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern kids' diets to provide the full-body nourishment they need. And Haya vitamins have a yummy taste kids love, too. So we were just talking to Katie on our team, Megan, and she was saying that when they get down toward the bottom of the Haya vitamin bottle, her boys are fighting over who gets the last one. Oh, I love it. And I also love that Katie can feel good about that, right? Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So parents never need to worry about running out. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, so what is one of the things that we do at the beach of the pool? <laughs> we sit. Do we, though? If we have a ton of little kids, do we ever You try sit? to sit. That's yeah. the goal. So it's kind of funny to me that so many of the things that we bring to the beach in the pool are sort of centered around this idea of sitting and relaxing. And then you bring a toddler and you realize that is not the case. But I am in the, a phase of my life where sitting is a real thing. At the I beach. am too, and, actually. And more yeah. recently, but I definitely am too. And some babies and toddlers really stay put. Like you dig a hole in the sand and stick them in it and they just kind of stay there. So there is there is opportunity to sit. Well, let me say this too. <laughs> Even if you are like have a nursing baby and a two-year-old and you spend most of your beach or pool time running around with someone pulling your bathing suit bottoms down, yep. the moment you get to sit, you will want to be comfortable. That's exactly. the other thing. I have tried to nurse a baby at the beach and not had like a, so anyway, it's worth, it's worth sitting on something comfortable. So let's, yeah. get, let's get into that. I feel like, um, you have a thought about chairs. I actually have not found beach chairs that I love. So you go first on this. Well, I mean, uh, here's what I'm going to say. Beach chairs, they're all kind of the same to me. Like okay. I have not found one that I like. I'm gaga over. Um, but I did finally decide to stop searching for the perfect pool or a beach chair because I just needed a beach chair mm -hmm. and it's way better to have a beach or a chair at the beach than to not have one. So a couple of things for me, they had to be easy to carry. There are the Tommy Bahama ones that like go on your back as a backpack. Mm -hmm. Um, I opted for a different brand because, and we'll link them up in the show notes, but they were just a little bit cheaper. They're uh, King camp is the brand. Okay. And they're like a sling back. So they're really comfy. They fold down really easy, which is important for me because I am terrible at folding things. Like 
like folding chairs are always a mystery to me. So I get there and I'm like, what? I don't understand what, like I sometimes struggle. Yeah. Like way longer than I should. Um, and these, and they have a cup holder and then they pack down and that you put them in a bag that you could just carry over your shoulder, which isn't quite as comfortable ergonomically as a backpack, but it's a little more versatile. Um, and like the kids can carry them pretty easily, yeah. not super heavy. Um, I actually didn't get these for the beach. The interesting thing is I had had another beach chair that I lost like in a move somewhere and just didn't replace and didn't replace and didn't replace. And then I was going to a concert, like in an outdoor venue where you basically have to have a chair or you're going to be sitting on a blanket the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'm just getting old, but like, yeah, we are very uncomfortable (laughs) Uh after a while. So I bought these for this concert and then ended up really liking them. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're simple, you know, but they get the job done. I love it. I, I really need to, we have camp chairs, which are the more upright traditional, like, and, and when we feel like we need some at the beach, we've brought them, but they're really not for the beach. There's a difference between camp chairs and beach chairs. And I've just, well, you got to be low to the ground and then you like your legs can kind of stretch out and you can have drinks in the sand if you want. Like you just have more access to the ground. It's just better. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, well, I have a couple of thoughts on things to sit on that aren't chairs. Um, so one is the JJ Cole outdoor blanket. It is a picnic blanket. Technically it's water resistant. I I wouldn't say it's meant for the beach, but I bring it to the beach. It is indestructible. I've had it for 11 years because I got it when Allegra was a baby. Um, it does that thing where it folds up and then has a strap, the the blanket yep. itself. Um, I've washed it. I have actually washed it heavy duty style in the washing machine before, but more often I hose it off and it's so water resistant that it'll just dry in the sun. And so it feels clean. It just doesn't feel like it gets that grodiness of some yeah. blankets. And it's also great for eating on because you can wipe it right off if somebody spills. So it just kind of has this, yeah, it's a durable picnic blanket, but we do bring ours to the beach. And, you know, when we sit at the beach, we don't have like one perfect beach blanket. We usually have that picnic blanket. And then my kids sit on towels. They kind of like having mm-hmm. their own real estate. Um, so we have a lot of Pottery Barn kids towels that we've been gifted over the years and they were great. So we're not like, yeah, we're just generally spreading out towels. And then this one blanket I do really like. Um, I have a, my friend Missy has a towel or a blanket very similar to that, that she takes to sporting events. And every yes. time I see her with one, I think, why am I not as smart as Missy to yeah. bring something like this to a sporting event? Cause it does like, if you're sitting in damp grass, it yes. keeps the, you know, that yeah, dampness from coming through and yeah, that's nice. Exactly. Um, I used to be just have like, sheets in my back of my car mm-hmm. that we would sit on at the beach and a few things the, a few things that I mean it's better than nothing right mm-hmm. but there were a few downsides to that one I felt like I was always yelling at the kids to stay off the blanket yeah. because they would just <laughs> like the minute wet sandy feet went yeah. on it you couldn't get it off like it was just sand everywhere and then um shaking it off like sand would go everywhere in people's faces and then it would never quite come off yeah the, the blanket so um last year I actually got a specific beach blanket it's the ENO um, I, just, I don't know if it has like a special name, but it's, it's ENO is the brand. I think it's like the Eagles nest outfitters or something. It is light. It is like this. It Ooh, almost I'm feels like, um, that is cute. Like parachute material okay, like that. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's super light. It has stakes in the corners oh, that's so you can great. stake it down. And when you're done, like you can, if the whole thing packs down to a bag, that's about, I'm going to say five inches big. Like, wow, it's, it's tiny. So it doesn't almost, the sand really does not stick either. The sand really comes off. And if you're around a lot of people, it's really easy to kind of ball and bunch it up and then carry it someplace else on the beach to like, you know, shake it out. And it's so light that if you bring it down to the water, which is often the best place to go shake it out because there aren't as many people around, 
it just like lifts up in the wind. So you don't have to worry about it dragging in the water. And then even if it did drag in the water, it wouldn't matter because it's yeah. so quick dry dries fast. and it has its own bag. So it almost like it doesn't like stand sand does not stick to it. But even if it did, I wouldn't care because it's in this contained bag. That's not going to be all over the back of my car. That sounds amazing. That sounds yeah. like it's going on my list. Um, the last thing I was going to say about sitting on is last summer in our FabFitFun box, we got that summer in Rose Beach towel. I was going to bring that up us. too. I mean, it yeah. is so good. And I happened to look just so we could send listeners to the right place other than FabFitFun, which is great. But um, Summer and Rose has their own website and they do have some cute styles on sale right now. It looks like the one we got is sold out, but they do have some sale. And I have to admit, it was very kind of, it felt very special and indulgent to have my own beach towel. And I don't usually mm-hmm. go swimming in the water. So it was really more of a blanket to sit on. It's, it's like a microfiber, really thin and bigger. Than, so it's like a cross between a thin towel and a blanket. And it just looks perfect. And even the kids kind of knew it was mine. I love yeah. that. Yes. Um, well, and I love it. Like, so I have, I think I've talked about my fun closet. Like, so I have a yes. closet where I keep all of my outdoor stuff. What I love about that is if I had more than one of those, I could easily fit them all in that closet. Right now, my beach towels, I have that great beach towel. And then I have the other ones are huge. Yeah. They're like, they're thick and they yeah. take up too much space. They take up too much space in the bag. And then when they get wet, they're like wet heavy forever. and they take up yeah. even more space. So I think I may, I may, uh, actually indulge in a few more summer and rose yes. towels because they're great. Um, okay. So let's move on in the interest of time. We are moving on from what to sit on to what to put all the stuff in. And this mm. is a big category. Um, I have a couple I can start. Um, I have two of this bag. It is very inexpensive. I think it's around $15 on Amazon. It's meant for the pool or the beach. It's a big mesh tote bag. Um, but it's not so cheap that it's ever ripped or that it looks really junky. Like it doesn't look like a free bag you got at a Mm. conference somewhere or something like, so, um, I have one for our pool stuff and it always has pool stuff in it. So that would be, we're going to get into this later, but that would be like fins and goggles. Um, really mostly fins and goggles. I think there's a snorkel mask in there. Um, Oh, some pool toys. I'll get into that in a little bit, but it is pool specific. And the other one is sand toys. Um, In both cases, if the bag itself gets wet or if there's wet suits or something in there, I don't, I just let it dry naturally. It doesn't ever Mm. get gross because it's a, it's a nylon mesh, but probably the best feature, it has this little completely enclosed small zipper pouch that's on a string attached to the bag. So it's not even, it's almost like pops out on a string and you can put your keys or your phone or your valuables in there. So just, I always put my car keys right at the beach. I put my car keys in there right away just because anywhere else, you know, it's like a nightmare losing car keys at the beach. So, um, yeah, it's great. It does. And I hate when I get sand like in the buttons on my, Oh yeah. 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 So this yeah. is very protected there. And they, I know a couple summers ago, they had these bags in a whole bunch of colors right now on Amazon. It looks like there's a couple cute colors. I have one in black and one in a bright green, but I think my favorite thing is like, there's no shifting of bags with the pool or the sand toys. They're always mm-hmm. in the, in the same one. So like that it. is my first one. I don't know if you have any, do you have anything to put? Well, stuff in? I just, so I, I have a bag that I got, um, at the mom 2.0 conference a few years ago it was like part of the swag that we got. I don't, and I'm, I'll link up a bag that's, oh, that's very cute. similar in, um, in the show notes, but like, it's a stand, it's an open, it's like, um, it looks like something you would carry through a market. Yeah. Like a farmer's market, like a farmer's basket market bag. So it, yeah. It's like a basket, but it whole it stays open. It's made of straw. Um, so it doesn't get wet. And even if it did, you could let it air dry and it'd be fine. And it's easy to see inside cause it's light colored and like light comes through the cracks. And I like how much stuff I can get into it. Mm-hmm. 
And I like that it, it's a little more narrow at the bottom. So it, it really sits open very wide. Um, and it's perfect. I, I love that. And I guess my only, I don't really have like, I just use that. Or sometimes if I can't get my, put my hands on it for some reason, I have this one other bag. I guess my, my only piece of advice would be to have a dedicated bag. Cause there's yeah. nothing worse than having like a tote bag. Well, I'm sure there are worse things, but there's <laughs> when it comes to beach related foibles, yes. there's few things worse than getting a bunch of sand in a bag that you want to use for some other purpose. Yeah. And now it's got a bunch and of sand it's in there it. forever. It's there forever. Um, yeah. So I have a couple more quick bags to mention, but then I, I also want to talk about these beach wagons because I don't think either you or I have them, but they're very no. popular. But let me mention quickly a couple other bags. So I have an L.L. Bean. It's called their Boat and Tote. If It's a canvas tote. It's probably the most classic kind of L.L. Bean tote look. This has been around a long time. It's that kind of preppy um, canvas with mm-hmm. a, a brightly colored strap. Um Funny story, I mistakenly ordered the extra large instead of the large. And when it arrived, I was like, how is this even a tote bag? It's so large that it's like t- almost too big for your body to put comfortably <laughs> over a shoulder. But it was a happy mistake because it works. I don't just use it for the beach. I actually would not use it for the pool because it doesn't do great if it's soaking wet. But the yeah. canvas is so thick and so durable. And it's so this particular style, the extra large is so big that what I end up doing is using it um, in the trunk of my car, almost as like a storage situation. And then it can pop out and put a bunch of little bags in it. Um, and I can carry it. It's just, that's probably the only thing I'm carrying because it's so big. So um, it has proved way more versatile than I thought. And I use it for weekend trips. If I'm too lazy to pack a tiny suitcase and we're driving somewhere, I will just put all of my stuff in that bag. It's just great. And I use it way more than I thought I would because I thought I was getting the size that's more for like a picnic. And mm. this is too big for that, but yeah. it has worked great for the beach and it's really cute. And it's ours says powers on it. And so it's kind of cute and preppy. And then the other one, I'm so glad that a listener in our Facebook group reminded me that if you have those mesh, no, not mesh, nylon ripstop reusable grocery bags, not the boxy ones that they, you can buy at Trader Joe's, but these are like, they fold up really, really small, like your beach blanket. Mm. Um, and they're made of probably similar, like a nylon ripstop. And so they're super lightweight. They dry really fast and they work great for a pool bag. If you're traveling because they take up no space when they're not in use. And then if they get wet, they dry really fast. So it, it might be hard to picture what I'm talking about, but they're, these, I think I know what you're talking about. I, I know what the ripstop material is. Yeah. It's and like they come in cute stuff, right? Kind of. They they're no, it's softer than that. It, it they come in cute patterns too. I feel like it was kind of chic to use them as your reusable grocery bags for a while. Okay. But now everyone uses more of the traditional kind with handles um, yeah. that are shaped. So anyway, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, check the show notes link. Um, but it was a great reminder that this is a great small pool bag. If you just need some goggles and a couple things, um, or if you're traveling, it's another great one. I'm looking at your LL Bean bag right now. Yeah. And I remember that I also got one of those at the Mom 2.0 conference at one point. Like they gave out the best bags, yeah. but Jenna stole it. Oh, party foul. I went over to her house and it was at her house. And I was like, <laughs> wait a second. I'm pretty sure that's my bag, but I have so many bags. I really can't complain. So it's really funny. Um, okay. So this, the wagons, do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Do people I do. use Okay. Can I just be beaches? super honest? Please. They look like torture. Yeah. They I- must, they must be great. Okay, here's my great? theory. I'm sure we have listeners being like, they're the best thing ever. And I know in our Facebook group, there's some big fans. Here's what I think happened with my family. We never went to the beach once until my kids were, because we lived in landlocked Arizona, um, until my kids were toddler, preschooler, and, you know, 
first grader. So we missed the stage where we were schlepping like babies and really tiny kids. And we didn't start regularly going to the beach until even a little bit after that, maybe two, five and seven. So by that point, we had kids who could carry, literally carry their own weight and carry their own towels and carry some of their own stuff. So I think the wagons are probably great for certain phases of family life. And I know my in-laws, like Brian's cousins use them with their kids and they'll put like a toddler in the wagon with all the sand toys. It looks really hard to pull that it thing does. over the sand. And, but it and must also be, where we live, there's a lot of dunes. So I yeah. see moms like, like pulling them up over a dune and I'm just like, oh my goodness, this looks hard. But I, but the, I think there's probably, it's like that, you know, cost benefit analysis. Yeah. Like how else do you get, how else you do it. Right? And and once you're there, you have all of the comforts of home. We're going to talk about things like shade and toys and like all the things that keep kids safe and happy at the beach. And yeah. if you're in that phase. So I think I'm going to come down on, it's probably a great idea. I just missed the phase of life where it would have really benefited us. And I agree. It looks really hard to drag it here. The other thing about our beaches, I just interrupted myself, but we live in a place where a lot of the beaches are accessible by either really steep ramps or stairs. You've been Mm. down to Laguna with me where you're like winding down weird. So not all beaches are like that, but a lot of them are. So I feel like it would almost limit where you could go and access the sand. So I don't know. Well, and I guess what is the other option? The other option is you just, you put your baby in a sling or a backpack mm-hmm. and you bring less stuff. Yeah. That's or, the only other option, really. If, you're, if you've got a baby or a toddler yeah. and you have to get down to the beach and you don't have someone else to help you carry everything, yeah. like your options are limited anyway. Yeah. So maybe and you're if probably you're going to do gonna a true s- day at the beach. Yeah. And you're probably, that's what I was going to say. You're probably not going to stay quite as long in that yeah. scenario where you would need all this stuff. So um, yeah, what we'll do in the show notes and in our blog post is we'll link up a couple that were recommended in our Facebook group since we don't personally have the have the experience, but I think it, I think it's a cool idea. Just missed the boat Mm. on that one. Um, okay. Well, before we take our break, let's talk a little bit about shade. Is this, you are very fair with, with some fair children. Is this, what did you do for shade, especially when you were taking a whole bunch of kids to the beach? So I just have a regular old, I don't even know the name. I I was going to go out to the shed and look at the (laughs) label on my on my umbrella. And then I was like, why would I bother? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like dime a dozen. Yeah. I will say mine tilts, which I think is, is yep. really helpful um, so that you can move it around and block the sun when you want to. Um, I am fair. I don't burn as badly as I used to. So as long as I'm careful not to just like sit, like if I was in Florida, I would be a little more careful mm-hmm. in Michigan. I kind of know the times I can be yeah. out without worrying too much. And my kids really don't burn too much either. Um, mostly I think we just don't do super long trip. So we kind of rotate under the, it's more for comfort. Yeah. Um, and we kind of rotate under the umbrella as needed. Um, but I, I'm not like brand specific. I do. I only had one summer baby. Every other baby was like a crawling toddler by the time we got to this following summer, mm-hmm. um, except for Clara, she was truly a summer infant and she did have a tent and I really okay. did like that. Yeah. We had one, I want to say when other kids were little we had something like that but then they could just crawl out if they wanted to and often it didn't feel worth yeah because they usually wanted to yeah I know I always see pictures of people napping their babies and toddlers at the beach and just doing these extended beach days and Mm -hmm. I think it's great I just didn't like I said we didn't have the opportunity to do a lot of that we did a lot of swimming pools but those were shorter outings you would usually go home for a nap or something Um, yeah and even if you have a baby like who you don't think will nap at the beach give it a chance because there's something about like the, the fact that the baby's perhaps like practically naked, mm-hmm. it's warm, 
white noise. Um, there's the, the white noise. White yeah. noise. <laughs> and they're tired out because they've been like playing in the sand and like in the sun. And there really is something about it that for a lot of babies, I think makes them sleepier. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that. Um, we do have the Tommy Bahama umbrella that they sell at Costco every year. And I, I don't know why I waited so long to get it, but I, what I really like about it, it also tilts and it's not terribly huge. So I can manage it myself. I do a lot of quick yeah. trips to the beach where it's just me and the kids, which at these ages is fine, but it still ends up being a lot of stuff. And so I was a little intimidated by setting up an umbrella when I hadn't had a lot of experience doing it. And this one's just really easy and it works really well. And it's, it's very light to carry. Reed usually is the one to carry it to the sand and he's a little guy so he can sling it in its bag over his shoulder. So um, if you've you know been eyeing that one at Costco, I think it's pretty basic, but it definitely gets the job done. Um, in our Facebook group, a lot of listeners were recommending the more like sport umbrella or tent like mm. um, what's the other one? The Shade Shack. So we'll link up those. And again, those come recommended, but not with our own we experience. But I but I can see how how nice those would be for those longer beach days. This episode is sponsored by Olive in June. And Sarah, I am just so grateful that I have mastered the art of doing my nails at home. When I look down at my cute manicure, I feel a little more pulled together, no matter how crazy life is at the moment. Thankfully, Olive in June's Manny system makes it so easy and affordable to make Manny time a regular part of my weekly routine. Well, I know the feeling, Megan, and I think it's so fun that with Olive and June, you get to customize your Manny system with your choice of six polishes, plus their top coat is included. So Katie on our team says that she has lately been layering some of their iridescent colors over their gel-like polishes, and the final result looks super shimmery and pretty. I might have to try that this spring. Yeah, and Olive and June press-ons are another cool option. They look so real, and I think it would be a great way to test out another nail shape. A long almond shape is popular right now, and I'm kind of curious what that would look like on me. Okay, well, keep me posted on that one. Listeners, visit oliveandjune.com slash the mom hour for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash T-H-E-M-O-M-H-O-U-R for 20% off your first Manny system. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Okay, so we've established that we sit at the beach <laughs> when we're lucky in the pool um, and that we need to shade ourselves. But yeah. what and that we need to carry stuff. We've talked about all those things. But then, like, what do we do when we get there? Yeah, well, this has been, um, I think, a big shift for my kids in the last couple years, because I feel like in the beginning, it was just keeping them safe and making sure no one, you know, got super sunburned or you know, stung by a bee. It just feels like triage in the little years. Right. Yep. And we've really shifted to where, you know, we were talking earlier about how long beach days are are intimidating in the beginning. And now it's like, oh, we really could go for five hours. No one would complain. No one would, you know, need a nap. And when you can relax and like settle in, there's something really luxurious. About yeah. That. Really and like so that kind of opens the door to recreation. Like, what are we doing yep. while we're there? So I'll mention, it seems like we've been focusing on beach. So I'll start with a swimming pool thing. 
Um, and that is, I don't know why it took me so long, but on Amazon for $13, there is this grab bag of rings, um, little diving torpedoes. There's even these little sparkly gems that you can put at Mm. the bottom and they'll dive for them. And again, my kids weren't good enough swimmers for this to make sense for a long time. But what I love about it, again, very inexpensive. They came in a Ziploc bag that they're, they still are in, in my mesh pool bag. Um, and we, the pool we use most often is at our kind of gym health club. And so they, I think they have rules about, you wouldn't bring like floaties. You wouldn't bring giant inflatable pool toys the way you would in someone's private pool, but these are allowed. And so it just feels like that one, like when the kids are getting bored of splashing around and they've already kind of started getting tired, it feels like this extends the life of their willingness to just play with each other and other kids get involved and it couldn't be simpler, but it was just one of those things where I was like, why don't we own a plastic bag full of pool toys? And it's been so great. And I like that. It's like, there's lots because you know, there's the, they become the most coveted thing. Yes. If there's not enough to go around or like there's other kids at the pool who want to play too. Yes. Yes. Those things have a way of kind of dispersing. Yes. And if you lose (laughs) one, it's not a huge deal, but I have to say my kids have been pretty good. It's like, there's like four torpedoes. They're all different colors. So they know like, Ooh, where's the red torpedo? It's in the corner Mm -hmm. of the pool over there. And there's, you know, five or six rings and then um, a few other things, but so simple, really good purchase. Um, And then another great one for us has been, you know, the, the ball and catch mitts that are made of really strong Mm -hmm. Velcro where the ball sticks when it lands. So you can buy these that are waterproof. I learned the hard way that they're not all waterproof. They, it seemed like we had one that it seemed like would be great for the pool. And then it like disintegrated in the pool. So then I looked up some that are waterproof. I will link them up and we have them in the beach bag, but they're, if you're at a swimming pool where it's, you know, safe to throw a ball back and forth, they're also really fun in the pool. Um, very uncoordinated people can successfully play catch (laughs) with these things and you just stick your arm out makes you feel like a real like baseball player you just stick your arm out and the ball sticks um really little kids can play with them we get miles and miles out of these and they're great like I said they're great at the beach they're great at the park and if you're at a pool where you know you're not going to lob somebody in the head they are fantastic so I will link those up too also very cheap so those are a couple winners in our house Cool. Anything for you? Um, yeah. So, well, first of all, I just want to quickly point out that remember I, there was an episode I did. We did a long time ago where I, I said that the pool or the bathtub is the place that toys go to die. Yes, I love when you said that. Yeah. Um, but that can like almost anything can count as a pool toy or a beach toy. And yeah. I remember like cycling some like toys that were just beginning to show their wear to the pool or beach when my kids were littler. And then they would get like new life because yeah. suddenly like the Barbie doll that my kids didn't care about at all at home became something to stick in the sand and bury yes. or whatever. Or like, or like those cheap plastic animals, you know? Yeah. That, yeah. Like- so almost anything can count as a pool toy. Now, some things are going to fill with water, get disgusting, mm-hmm. and then you're going to throw them away. But that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that you don't care about. I've on like in a pinch on my way out of the house, I've grabbed some Tupperware bowls, like just anything, like yeah. anything can, anything that you can fill with water and dump or fill with sand or, create shapes in sand with or whatever mm-hmm. like any of those anything could be a toy um so don't overthink it too much if, especially like if you're in a place where like when you're traveling i don't think you need to bring all your pool toys with you right. like if you're getting on an airplane right you're, you're gonna find something at the other end we have you're played be able. with many a plastic cup in a <laughs> yes, hotel <exactly>. pool <laughs> literally like a plastic cup like the like a solo cup yep. those can be fun they usually have them by the pool for pool water toys. So yep. in a pinch yeah. <laughs> yeah um we didn't talk a lot about floaties and i mean both floaty fun things yes. and also floaties for little for little swimmers who aren't yes. quite um you know secure swimmers yet so 
Um, I don't really have a super strong opinion. My kid, my kids all did the simple arm floaties for years and you know, they're not life preservers. They're there to help them. And they're not babysitters. And they're not babysitters. (laughs) They're just there to kind of help them feel secure and have more fun. Um, but we did get a lot, we did find value in those when they were little. And then one thing I remember having when my kids were little and I lived in an apartment complex that had a pool, this was just maybe when Isaac was a baby was one of those mom and baby floaties where you put the baby in the floaty and then like there's a little seat for the baby. Oh, I've and never seen And then there's these. like a thing to hold on to for mom. Okay. And it's the best. Oh, we'll like, have to I would just, discover these. I would just like lay my head on my arms and Isaac was totally entertained and, you know, would grab my hair and stuff, but he was having fun. And then I would just float. It's like, you're just, you hang on. It kind of goes like around your body a little bit. Okay, so I cannot like, even picture. I'm like, like having it's the it's hardest like time picturing this. Or okay. something. And you're in it. Um, I will link it up in the show notes too. Okay. But like, it's it's like mom and baby facing each other. Okay. Mom, baby is completely secure in the seat. And mom's like upper half of her body. Okay, okay, is okay. supported by a floaty. Yes, I can see it now. I mean, and they're I can... super fun. Like oh gosh, really, really fun. That sounds really fun. Okay, well, I'm glad you brought this up because I did, I, I had meant to put it in here, but um, we did use the puddle jumper, which is a pretty popular, it's the kind that goes all the way around their chest and on their arms for a floaty, yeah. only for Violet. And the reason was I was usually, I, I was always in the water with my first two yeah. kids because they were little. So we were in the water together, you know, holding them and supporting them, or they were in swim lessons. There was never this like other, but Violet wanted to play with her brother and sister. Yeah. And so we, you know, yes, there are lots of thoughts about floaties. I would say it helped bridge the gap between, you know, safe, independent swimming and me not needing to be physically in the water all the time. Of course, I was still watching with my eyeballs, but um, and it didn't it did not impair her ability to learn to swim. I know that's a concern. That's that's a concern that a swim teacher shared with me early on. And so I kind of worried about that. It did not. She's still, you know learn to swim properly when she was ready. So that was a good, it, it, it was a good like transition thing for us. Um, and then just yesterday I was at the pool and I saw these newfangled, um, not floaties for kids who can't swim, but more like a pool noodle, except it yeah. was called a zoodle because it was an animal. And it was this, there was one that was like a Nemo fish and one, but they're long, like a pool noodle, but they were squishy and almost looked like a stuffed animal in the water, but waterproof. They were super cute. And the kids who were using them were like, I don't know, five, six, seven years old. They were independent swimmers, but they were just using them like pool noodles, pool noodles. And I thought they were super cute. You know, what's funny about that with the, 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 isn't there, is there anything that there's not controversy around? I swear, but with, (laughs) My kids, my younger two were both pool timid. Like they just were a little timid about deep, about not even deep water, water that they perceived to be deep. Yeah. And they were also the youngest. So they really wanted to play mm-hmm. with their older siblings. And so like, I think for me, it was the bridge the gap thing. Yeah. Like my kids did at the age of five or six did not want me in the water holding them. Yeah. They wanted to be playing. And so anything that kind of made that more possible, whether it was a floaty or a pool noodle, sometimes mm-hmm. Because they could kind of swim. They yeah. just didn't quite trust themselves yep. to do it. So something that they could hold on to and float made the whole experience more fun for them. And, and it made it honestly more manageable for me because otherwise taking two kids who really don't want to swim independently to the pool with their three older siblings yeah. would be torture. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, one other thing I wanted to, and by the way, I will also say that they are both now confident swimmers. Yeah. So they, they outgrew that hesitance. And I think that making the water fun for them Instead of scary, because otherwise I really think Clara would have just sat on the steps. I don't mm-hmm. think she would have gotten in at all. And, and so then that, you I didn't want that. Yeah. And like we talked about recently in our adventure episode, it would have been tasked to you to like 
push, not physically push her in, but like, you right. know, kind of get her past that where the floaties kind of helped just. They made the water yeah. fun. So yeah. she wanted to. Yes, exactly. It wasn't me trying to convince her. Um, I wanted to mention one other kind of floaty that isn't, I, I mean, it's, it's not something that I think you would use in a pool unless the pool was enormous. Um, no, I don't think you'd use it in the pool and even the beach, maybe not, but like a, like an inland lake kind of thing. Okay. Those big, those big uh, lily pads. Yes. I don't have a lot of experience, but they look really fun. Yeah. So my kids were at a, we were at a friend's lake cottage and they went out on one. And the reason I think it works really well for like an inland lake is because they accessed it from the dock. I'm not sure how easy it would be right. to push it out. If you started from the beach to push it out deep enough to yeah. climb on, like, I don't know how that would work. Yeah. Maybe it would work fine. Um, but when we did it, it's very much a lake house thing around here. And it's this huge, looks like a, like a gymnastics mat. Yep. I can, ex I can totally picture it. And it floats on the water and it makes like big kids want to get in and play mm -hmm. when sometimes they're like, whoa, you know, not, mm -hmm. not into it. I think in a pool, it wouldn't work because it would be very hard. The whole point is you push everyone off. Right. It would be dangerous because <laughs> you, would, you, you would, would never you be your far enough from the right. real edge or the steps yeah. or something. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that does sound um, fun. And Sarah, I did write that if you want to look in the show notes, I did link up one of those mommy and baby. Check it out really quick. Okay, so I want yeah, to hear I'm what looking. you think. In real time. In real time. Oh, that's Sarah's really cute. Isn't it? Yeah. So like, yeah, it is so relaxing and fun. And like mom and baby are having fun together, but you don't have to stand there and carry a baby <laughs> I love the whole that time. Mom, like that mom in the stock photo is awesome. I bet you I looked know. like that with your sleek ponytail. Oh, of course I did. Your perfect tan. Every, and Every day. Every day. <laughs> I looked like a 25 year old, you know, a 25 year old, with no kids every day. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, the, the baby half of that looks very much like a floaty that we had for for our infants in Arizona. Um, and it just, like you said, then it's just like the mom attachment. So, yep. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. So I want to move on and our last couple categories are kind of, we're moving into more miscellaneous tips, but what about packing food? I don't, okay. I, I have a couple, I can start if you want. I have a couple quick thoughts. Um, one is pack more food than you think, mm -hmm. especially if there will be access to overpriced, expensive ice yeah. cream and snacks because everyone suddenly is they're ravenous. They are yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> so hungry. Um, so one of my kind of goals this summer is to just stock up on some snacks that are maybe a little bit more treaty, as my kids would say, like a treat snack that we only have when we go to the pool or the beach. And that way I'm kind of meeting them halfway. Like we're bringing our own, let's say it's a bag of potato chips or something that I wouldn't just probably let them have at home, but then it feels like a treat to take it to the beach. Mm. So pack more than you think. I am so strict when we get to the beach, not the pool, but the beach about, I am the only one who goes into the food bag and I will distribute it yeah. to you. It's like, I turn into this like cafeteria lady, like you go rinse out in the ocean, get dry, sit down on your towel and put your, your hands, hands out, out like all yep. over twist. Yes. And I will come. Otherwise yeah. they put their disgusting <laughs> yes. wet sandy hands in the food and then it's ruined i'm so glad you see where i'm coming from here yeah so, no 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 this yeah. is not so this is not a like <laughs> this is not a control thing this, this is like it's disgusting yes and it's, it will ruin an entire bag of pretzels or chips or whatever cheese it's are the ones that get ugh. the most ruined like because cheese it's you guys like cheese it's or your yep, cheese it's i like cheese it's, yeah they somehow managed to like not only soak up more water than you would think something about it a, a a cheese it at the beach is like the grossest thing, even yes. though I love cheese its So, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Totally. And you, you do learn that certain foods are 
uh, easier to get unsandy. So grapes work yes, really gra- well. I was just going to say, you have to be really careful about what you pack. Right. Like sliced apples don't work so well because a, no. a grain of sand and your kid yep. will freak out. But grapes work great because you could splash a little water like from a water bottle on them and they'll rinse off. So grapes yeah. are great. Um, I will link up. We've talked about lunch packing before. I'll link up those easy lunch box bento boxes. I actually use them more for beach and pool days than I do for the school year because you can stack two or three and I will pack my kids a full lunch. And then, like I said, just distribute at mealtime with, you know, much, much strictness and pomp and circumstance. So that was my, that's my main thing. Yeah. That's what I do too, except a little bit differently. So, um, I use those little simple fold over sandwich bags Okay, and I individually portion stuff. Typically if I have the time, if I don't have the time and I just grab a big thing of grapes and a box of crackers, then I just have to do the work. I have to do more work. Yeah. And more sand and more sand. Exactly. But otherwise then the kids kind of are in charge of their own portion. So if they want to get sand in it, then that's, I guess their, <laughs> their business. Um, okay. So I like to treat a day at the beach as like a full experience. I tend to bring a book and magazines and food and all the different things. And one of the things I love to have is music. So I bring a mini speaker. Um, we have a boom speaker that's kind of it's waterproof which makes it nice for the beach but it's kind of big and heavy in the bag but they have one that's actually small and kind of made for being more portable and to take to places like that so I will link that up in the show notes um it's called the boom swimmer duo it's dirt proof shock proof waterproof oh yeah that is a great idea I love that everything is better with music um, so lastly, I put this on our outline and I realized you didn't, you said you didn't really have any, but I have a few fails that are just things we have bought to go to the beach or pool and thought they were going to be great and they didn't work out so well. So listeners, you will have to let me know if maybe you disagree, but the first one, I, this was all my husband. He found a mesh beach blanket that supposedly doesn't get Sandy, which like, why would you go to the beach if you don't want to get sandy? I mean, we've discussed that it's best to keep sand off the blanket if possible, but this is almost like a contraption. And it's basically two layers of kind of uncomfortable mesh. And the sand supposedly gets through the bottom layer, but as they kind of rub up against each other, it never gets to the top layer. It's almost like sand resistant. So Brian got it. We've kind of laughed about it. I just feel like it's one more thing to take to the beach to solve a problem I don't really have. So that was one. (laughs) Um, and then I don't know about your kids, Megan, but my kids think they want to snorkel. We went to Hawaii a couple of spring breaks ago. Um, they kind of practiced. And so we bought a snorkel set that, you know, wasn't like super cheap and nobody ever uses it. It, it weighs down the swim bag. So I'm not going to say it's a fail because maybe, maybe we'll get into snorkeling at some point, but I feel like there's like four or five parts and pieces and who wants to wear a snorkel mask? Nobody wants to wear a snorkel mask. It's, it's uncomfortable. They don't like yeah. that it covers their nose. Um, so that is just kind of weighing down the bag, literally. And then um, lastly, remember those mermaid tails were kind of fun um, yeah. for a while. So it's a, if you're not familiar, it's a, it looks like you can turn yourself into a mermaid. It's yeah. a swimsuit material that you pull on and there's kind of plastic fins at the bottom. And I think they were made for Instagram. Maybe they're made to look really cool. They're very hard to get on. Um, they're not cheap. And, um, we did get Allegra one and I think it's been used like once. Also, they're not allowed at all pools. So that was also kind of a fail because they weren't allowed at all the pools that we were able to go to. So those were things that were total strikeouts in my family. Okay. That is so fascinating. I've really, I've been really curious about those, um, mermaid tails, but to me, they feel like, like once you have them on, I would start to panic and feel like if I didn't 
move my body a certain way, I would just sink. So yes. I'm actually not surprised that some pools don't allow them. Yeah. Okay. So before we wrap up, we are doing what we've been doing every Tuesday the last few weeks. And that is our cue it up segment where we recommend another episode for you to go listen to right now. Now, typically we recommend one of our oldie but goodie episodes from our archives, but lately we have been shining the light on fellow podcasters in the kind of parenting space that we're in. So Today, I want to make sure you guys are listening to What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Amy and Margaret um, are good friends of ours. We've talked about their show many times. They are both comedians and moms of three. They are very funny, but they also have very different personalities, kind of like Megan, you and I do. They won the 2018 Iris Award for Podcast of the Year. They also have a hilarious live show that's touring the country, so you should definitely check out if Amy and Margaret are coming to a town near you. It would make a super fun mom's night out. Um, so you can find What Fresh Hell podcast wherever you are listening to the Mom Hour, or you can go to whatfreshhellpodcast.com and check it out. Yeah, definitely check out Amy and Margaret. They are so fun and we love their show. Well, this has been really fun, Sarah. I love talking about going to the beach and the pool. It makes me want to go to the beach or the pool. Um, and I hope that everyone enjoys the suggestions that we've gave. We would love to hear from you too, if you have suggestions um, and products to recommend. And we'll talk to you soon. Margaret Abels. I'm a mom of three and I'm kind of like a laid back. I'm sure everything will work out just fine. Kind of a mom. I'm Amy Wilson. I'm also a mom of three, but I'm a little more of a planner, a header, expert researcher. Think about it all really hard kind of mom. You're a book reader. You love your books. I love my books. Together we host the What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood podcast. Where every week we take our totally opposite parenting approaches and solve a parenting dilemma. We've solved travel sports. We've solved picky eaters. Yes. We've solved keeping your marriage alive while living with uh, small maniacs, which was an important one. That was very important. And we do it all with a little advice and a lot of laughs, plus some interviews with the experts. You can subscribe to What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can find us at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. The Mom Hour is brought to you by partners like Chatbooks. Chatbooks makes it beyond easy to create beautiful photo books by importing your digital photos from anywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Google Photos, or directly from your phone. The books come in a variety of sizes with beautiful cover options and binding styles to choose from, and they start at just $15. Plus, we have a great deal just for our listeners. Use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20% off your purchase. Just download the Chatbooks app and use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20%. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring, just kind of as an experiment, and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com.